What's up, Lions fans, and welcome to the Blue Blood Podcast. This is your host, Jonathan, alongside your host, Colton. Hey, guys, what's up? And today we are going to be coming at you with episode 14, the Lions and Colts preview, along with some uh, trade scenarios that we would want or think it might happen, along with us talking about our newly acquired defensive end, who I'm very excited to see play, uh, Everson Griffin, if you guys don't know who we're talking about. So let's go ahead and just get into it. We'll start off with the preview. Uh, Colton, what are you thinking on the Colts? How do you think we're going to do against them? What sticks out to you? Good and bad. So it's been a couple days, and I'm still lying, or riding the Lions hype train pretty hard. Um, I'm still feeling 7-4. Th- and four. Uh, ish after Thanksgiving. Um, let's see. Looking at the Colts, I think there's a decent chance they are pretenders. Meaning overrated. That, yeah. yeah. Meaning that they're overrated and not nearly as good as their record's been. Uh, I think we had. I think we talked about this just after recording our last episode. Uh, but going over their schedule, here's the games they've played so far at Jacksonville. Uh, versus Minnesota, versus the Jets, at the Bears, at the Browns, and then hosting the Bengals. And they lost against the Jaguars and the Browns. So really the only teams they've beaten is Minnesota, who's awful, mm-hmm. the Jets, who are awful, yep, and the Bears, who I thought were decent, but then they like decided not to show up in L.A., so they're probably awful. Yep, and then, told you. And then the Bengals, who are in like a rebuild. So, yeah, so like what out of those teams, who was the best quarterback? Honestly, Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield, not, not career wise, but I mean, like, I guess just this season, Baker Mayfield, Joe Burrow, which what they're average, yeah, at best, at, at best, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I, I'm not saying that the Colts defense isn't taking opportunities, like, they're still taking the opportunities that's given to them, but they have played bad offenses, bad quarterbacks, and bad overall teams, like you were just saying. So I agree with you. I don't think I don't have so much pretenders as, yes, they've taken advantage of their schedule. Granted, they should not have lost to Jacksonville. Um, but it's just where they haven't really had to play any competition so far that I guess was even, like, other than the Browns, I guess is the only team. Because other than that, all those teams suck. Yeah. Um. Like, and just sorry, just adding a point. Um, I totally forgot to write this down, but I believe they lead the league in interceptions with thirteen. So yeah, yeah, they do. Like the, their defense is like carrying their team. I I think is the best way to put it. A hundred percent, because right now their offense, they're twenty eighth ranked in the NFL for rushing, and then for passing, they're twentieth. Yeah. So. Um. Philip Phil Rivers has seven touchdowns and six interceptions. Yeah. So, so, and I don't know. I just think overall. Like, yeah, they're a good defense, but we have a solid offense. We don't have a great offense by any means, but we can run the ball when we have to, and we can throw the ball when we have to. We do change per opponent. Like, last week, Stafford threw for almost 350. And then the week before that, how many rushing yards did we have? Like, Oh, against the Jaguars? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 175, 180, 160. Exactly. Yeah, like... We can run the ball when we have to, and we throw the ball when we have to. We can do both. That's why neither of them are super high, because we're flip-flopping. But I'm not really worried. I, that's where 
it's going to be a test to see how we can do against a good defense because they're still a solid defense, but it's nothing that I'm scared about, to be quite honest with you. They have a whole bunch of no-names. they got a couple guys that are good. Darius Leonard's amazing. And then Justin Houston's actually leading them in sacks, which is kind of crazy because, what is he, like 40? <laughs> yeah. But um, I don't know. Just overall, I'm not too worried. How about you? Yeah, I'm not too... I don't know. This is the kind of game that that it would make sense if the Lions lose. Like, yep. I don't know how, how best to describe it. I don't expect them to because I feel like since the bye, of course, they've played uh, the Jaguars and the Falcons, but they have the potential to um, keep not momentum going because I don't think game-to-game momentum is a thing. But they have a chance to string a third, the third one in a row and maybe get on a winning streak here and make things interesting down the stretch for those last five, six weeks. Well, you don't think game-to-game momentum is a thing, but you think a winning streak's a thing? What do you mean? I don't... I mean, like... The high a, of us winning Like, a second? team winning five games in a row versus a team losing five in a row, mm-hmm. assuming playoff position, like, didn't matter, then... Like, I don't think, okay, we beat the Falcons, we're going to come out kicking ass. Oh, I know what you mean. Okay. Yeah, no, I agree with that. But I do think the mentality of, okay, let's string a couple of wins together um, comes into effect where, what, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, we were calling for Matt Patricia's head on a platter after the Saints game, hell, after the Green Bay game. And now we're like, Playoffs, here we come. Or not, maybe not playoffs, here we come, but <laughs> but like, hey, let's make a run at this thing. Who knows what happens? It'd be really nice to get over 500 on Sunday. It really would. Yeah. This, this deep into the season. And Ooh. also, fun fact, we actually have started 3-3. Three and three. This is the third year in a row that we started 3-3. Three and three. The problem is this is where we get to, and then we face plant. So. Third year. We didn't start 3-3 three and three last year, by the way. Did we we would have started 3 no, we would have been... I mean, we were 3-4-1, and one, but that doesn't... Oh, just kidding. We had the tie, didn't we? Were we, we had the and tie, one? and then we would have been 3-4-1 and one going into Oakland. I know, that's so, eight oh, games, though. Yeah. So we were 3-3-1. Three, three, yeah, three, yeah, we three, were 3-3-1. Three, 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 it's, like, it's like the same thing. <laughs> no, but I think... Um, I think momentum... Going back to the whole momentum thing, I mm-hmm. think the whole mentality of the team has kind of turned around literally in since Saturday... With the Falcons game, like, woohoo, Stafford still got it. Like, give him the ball with less than, like, a minute and a half to go. And then he'll win it for us. As well as this uh, regime being like, yo, we have a chance to win here. Let's let's trade for some pieces. Let's trade for an Everson Griffin. Let's, we're buyers at the deadline. We're not sellers. And I think that really has an effect on the team going forward. Yeah, and I mean, we can go ahead and roll into that and circle back around with the game. But, well, first off, I know what, I know what you're saying. Like, off of our momentum that we're slowly starting to build. And, like you said, well, I want to credit, first off, I, wanna, ugh, I, don't, I don't know who it is, but I want to credit Matt Patricia because this defense is what we've been calling for and what we wanted. They're the exact opposite of what they did the first four weeks. Yeah. Literally, I wanted a complete flip, and they actually did it, which is kind of nuts. 
Like, I personally don't know if we have the personnel to be doing what we're doing right now, but so far we've been able to do it against bad teams. Yeah. So, I, later on, we've talked about this, later on the last five games of our schedule, hold a four out of the five, I want to see how we do against those because I don't know if we have the personnel to continue. Like, zone coverage, the secondary can be fine in zone, but I'm talking about our linebackers and our defensive linemen having to blitz and stuff like that based off of zone coverage is something that is different than what they're taught because he is a it is a man defense it's like we were like number one or number two last year in man coverage so it's a complete flip of what we've been doing and i know we're still mixing it which is what i want because i don't want it to be 100 percent either way which we almost we had like 75 percent i think last year average or something like that for man but i want a mix like they're doing right now so it's gonna be interesting to see if they can keep it up i guess i'm waiting I- for them to hiccup like mess up somehow. Uh, to be honest, I almost want them to do a little bit more man coverage because Matt Ryan had a field day just picking us apart, mm-hmm. fitting balls yeah. into tight windows. and. Um, we were talking about that. But, I mean, like, I would much rather have him throw for 400 yards and they rushed for 68. Yeah. I'm okay with that. It sounds dumb, but I really am. Like, if we're going to pick one of them, I'd rather them light us up throwing the ball than running it because running is just demoralizing. You remember, I don't know, if was it last year or was it two years ago when teams were averaging like 130 yards rushing on us? I'd assume two or three years ago. Yeah, Maybe I mean, it was, yeah, it was, it was Matt, a lot. Matt. It was MP, so I think it was two years ago, but it's just demoralizing. Like, you just do not want to watch the defense on the field at all. Yeah. So having them slowly start stopping the run is a big deal. Todd Gurley is a good running back, and James Robinson was having hella scrimmage yards. So this week we got Jonathan Taylor, who is a very good rookie running back. But like I said, the Colts do rank 20th in the NFL, or 28th in the NFL in rushing offense. So as long as we can continue to contain, then we're good to go. The Colts do have, in my opinion, I think it's one of the, if not the best offensive line in the NFL, though. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Those Which is play. super surprising that, like, Jonathan Taylor's only averaging, <clears throat> sorry, uh, 61.2 rushing yards a game, which is kind of nuts. Yeah, and I mean, I guess that's just a testament to him still having to learn. And just as skilled players as a whole, like I said, they rank 20th in passing. Philip Rivers need to not, not throw so many picks and throw better balls, to be quite honest with you. Seven touchdowns and six interceptions, like, come on, man. And they don't yeah. really got anything on offense. I I started looking at it, I'm like, okay, who the skills players are going up this week? T.Y. Hilton, who love the guy, but dude's old. And Mo Alley Cox is pretty much your second best player. Like who? Yep. I mean and I then, know who he is, but most the casual fans do not. Yeah, and then you got Marcus Johnson who like I think me and you were talking what, a couple days ago. We were mm-hmm. like, Who the hell is that guy? Oh, yeah. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> um, so I kind of did a little bit of research, so I might be, and by research I mean like looked at his Wikipedia page for like two minutes. Nice. Um, but basically he looks like the Eagles version of our Travis Fulgham, where he was on the Eagles practice squad, didn't, or not the Eagles practice squad, the, oh, I forgot. He, it don't matter. He was on a practice eh, squad. We'll, we'll pretend it's the Eagles, close enough. Um, but basically he got promoted to the, oh, that's what it was. It was the Eagles practice squad. Then he got promoted to the Eagles active roster. Um, 
and was actually on the active roster during the Super Bowl. I'm not sure if he had any catches. This is in 2017. I did not know that. And then got traded to the Colts in the beginning of 2018, right before the season started. Interesting. So, kind of just the guys developing, um, perhaps. And then what he had five catches, I think, for 108 yards against the Bengals. So, yeah, so I mean, he can play, but it's no names. Like, he doesn't have anybody. Yeah. Rivers doesn't got anybody. So, I don't know. I see this as a winnable game. It's it's a harder game than we played the last two weeks. Eh, I don't know though. I think it's the a Falcons, harder The Falcons are better than one well, they're better than two and six. I think it's almost like an inverse of playing the Falcons where instead of a really good offense and an awful defense it's Correct. a mediocre offense and a really good defense. Which is why um, I think the game's gonna be close. Ooh, I don't I think it'll be close ish. But I think the Lions pull away in like the fourth quarter and win by over a possession. I think if we get Swift involved early and Hawk, then we'll be fine. Because yeah. Rhodes is playing so, really good this year. He is. Which also means Marvin Jones, start him in your fantasy lineups. <laughs> oh, uh, that's his dad. That is his dad. Uh, let's see. Kind of jumping to this. So who, let's go mm-hmm. players to watch. What? Two on offense, two on defense. Okay. For us or for them? Uh, us. Okay. Um, two players on offense. Uh, like I said, I'm going to go Swift. Get involved early in a passing game. And then I'm going to go Hawk. Keep feeding him. Both of them. Those guys are... I mean, we have playmakers all over the field. Hawk, Galladay, and Swift are our big three. But I mean, in general... Hawk and Swift are going to be my two guys. I'll pick... You said two guys offense, two guys defense? Yeah. Okay. Defense, I'm going to go with... Uh, I'll go with Okuda. I want him to I want him to cover T.Y. T.Y. is still a respectable wide receiver for sure. So I'd like to see that and see how he does there. T.Y. is fast too. And then another guy, I just want us to make sure we stop that run game. So I'm going to go with Penasini. And nice. as long as he can not be moved, it's going to be a good matchup. Depending on if they're going to line him up um, more at zero, which I've been doing, or at three, I want to see him against Quentin Nelson and see how he does because Quentin Nelson is the best guard in the NFL. Nice. So I, Okay, who do you got? Let's see. So on offense, I kind of put two in the same spot with the Swift AP mix. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see how that goes forward. Um, let's see. And then my other player on offense, and this might surprise, but Kenny Galladay, he, like, he's been decent. Um, I yeah. I mean, he's been really good, like, like not looking Catching. at his numbers. Yeah. But looking at his numbers, it's not like he's having like a field day, like, like what do you have against the Giants? Like, pulling this out of my ass, but like nine catches, 140 yards, and two touchdowns. He really hasn't yep. had that type of game this year yet, so. Um, I'm really looking for Galladay to kind of explode and, um, because to be honest, the way he's playing right now, I'm not sure if he deserves to be a top five paid wide receiver in the league. I think um, he does. I just don't think we're getting him the ball enough. Okay. 
that's fair. So maybe it's maybe it's that. I'm not sure, but I'm really looking forward. I really want Galladay to have like over six catches, over a hundred yards, and a touchdown at least. I looking want Galladay to have at least ten targets a game. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and then let's see. For defense, I also put Pendicini, but since you put him, let's see, I'll choose, I'll go with Trey Flowers and Romeo Okwara. I feel like those okay. two had, the, had their best games of the season in Atlanta. Yep. And so I want to look and see if they can follow that up. And then, oh, you're just going to pick both of them? You yeah. Freaking cheater. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense, though. Uh, Yeah, I agree. I think Phillip Rivers cannot run. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> It's like Big Ben trying to run. It's like, oh, it's oh, unbearable it's to watch. It's it's worse it's than like, that. It is worse than that. It's like so, Tom Brady. Ah, that's dissing Tom Brady a little too much, even. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, you, the dude's a statue. You get anywhere close to him, you're gonna take him down. So. And he's and it's such an interesting like, combination that he has because he has like no athleticism, and he's super nope. reckless with the ball. Yep. Um, this has kind of been something I feel like that's been popping up for him over the past couple seasons. But I mean, even when he played the Lions in 2019, he's like on that last, on their last offensive play of the game, like he targeted Keenan Allen in the end zone. It was double coverage. Like, I don't know. He's just reckless with the ball. And I think the Lions will, will, will capitalize on that on Sunday. Yeah. And I actually thought about that play, um, a few times this week. Definitely. Okay, let's go ahead and do this real quick then, and then we're going to roll into the trades and then talking about EG. Uh, What's your prediction? What's your score? So, here, sorry, one last quick point before we go there. Uh, okay, the no Lions worries. do have an open roster spot, I believe. Oh. Um, uh, do we, though? Yeah, because Jonathan Williams does have to go through the, the COVID testing. Ah, oh, crap. And same, and same with Everson Griffin. So, I think just there's a decent chance Justin Coleman's activated. Bro, I would love that. I mean, he would have to show. Her, does I don't know the technicalities. Does he have to show up on the injury report? I don't think so because he's not technically on the active roster. And Ooh. and if you've been reading Patricia's, at least the reviews to Patricia's press conf- conferences, mm-hmm. uh, he's been practicing. So, it'd be nice. I mean, so, I'm personally, I don't know if we need him this week, but it would yeah, be nice to have him That's back. the interesting part, um, kind of sidetracking from the score predictions, is, mm-hmm. like, we were starting, what, week one we had Coleman and, and Trufant, and now we're at Okuda and Amani, and it's like, who do you play? I love those two. Honestly, I don't know, like, Trufant's, like, I, I told you this, actually, because I went back and listened to the our first episode, talking about the rookies. Um... I want. I saw Okuda starting by like week five, or I saw Okuda starting by week one. But I mean, um, I saw Trufant on the bench by like week seven or week eight. So I don't know if he's gonna start. Like, what are you gonna do? Take a ball? Take off both of them or one of them? Like, Amani's playing out of his mind right now in pass coverage. He's yeah, amazing. And then Okuda has been playing solid the last at least three weeks, probably four. Like, yeah, why his are last you gonna take three guys out? Are best. out? Yeah, so. and he keeps getting better and better. So I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't want to take either of those guys out. To be honest with you, I don't either. But I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me if like we just keep 
rotating them pretty actively during the game. And I hope, kind of hope that's what they do to keep all of them fresh. And, and mm-hmm. my biggest fear is that they put in a, like two of them on man coverage and two of them on zone. I doubt that's what they'll do. Oh, that'd um, be weird. No, I don't think they'll do that. But I know what you mean. Um, but I don't know. I mean, having and four... if, if they think, well, that's the other thing. If they think that um, if True's ready to go, True's ready to go, right? He said it's, it's questionable, right? Yeah, he's questionable. Yeah, I think he'll. Oh, I think he'll play. I think that if he plays, and this is what I'm thinking of, if Coleman doesn't play, True can start in the slot. I would trust him over Okuda and Amani. Yeah. So. Interesting so thing to I watch could, going forward. Very much so. All right. be very in- intriguing, but I love our cornerback duo, bro. I'm telling you, two years from right now, they're going to be the best cornerback duo in the league. Ooh. Two Bowl years? prediction. Yes. Okay. Maybe next year, but I mean, they'll, they'll, they need to build chemistry. Maybe okay. next year, but definitely in two years. Okay. Okay. Let's All right. So score score predictions. predictions. What do you got? Actually, I already got a score in my head. I do too. So right. I'm going to go with, oh, let's see. Sorry. So I think the Lions win by ten. Wow, me too. Um, oh, I don't. And there's a decent chance we pick the same score. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with. Sorry. Ooh. You said you had it in your head. Thirty twenty. Thirty twenty. No, that's the score. Yeah, that's thirty twenty. That's what I got. Okay. All right. Oh, uh, that still feels high. Yeah, it's a little high. Twenty-seven seventeen. There we Damn go. Damn it. Sorry. Score. <laughs> sorry, 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 30-20, 30-20. No, 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 we'll both go 27-17, it don't matter, that works, yeah, I agree, I think it'll be 27-17 to 17 also, yeah. I could even see like 24-14 to be honest, but yeah, so. um, yeah, I think the Lions win 27-17, the Colts offense doesn't do very much, they get a field goal, and then I could even see like one of their touchdowns being like a short field one. And then they have one good drive. And then Lions continue to score. One touchdown Swift, one touchdown Hawk, and one touchdown Stafford run. Ooh. Was yes, that sir. Some Stafford had a rushing touchdown. Ooh, I can't even remember. Uh, did he have one this season yet or no? I don't think so. He, he doesn't have like a QB sneak or anything, huh? No. I think he had one in 2019. Man. Yeah, I know. I don't remember what game that was, though. Dang, Is he doesn't have one yet. The he first one I can... There's no way this is right, right? The first one I can think of is that Bears one in 2016. There's no way that's right, right? Oh, wait, the last one? No, no, no. He had he had one in 2019. I forget who we were playing, though. It was before he got injured. He had one. All right. Um, right. Let's see. But, okay, both of us, 27-17. We're predicting a Lions W. Oh, and I will also like to say that don't troll the Lions on Twitter. I'll clap back. I do it every time. The Falcons did it last week, and I posted the fucking game winner of us when we beat them in Atlanta, or not in Atlanta, in London with Matt Prater's field goal. And then the Colts posted a throwback with Peyton Manning uh, scoring six touchdowns on us. And then I replied back with Matt Prater hitting a game winning field goal. <laughs> so nice. I'm just saying, we'll see. be careful what you do. So you describe your game flow. I'm going to describe mine a little bit. Um, I think the game is pretty close until like the middle of the third quarter. Actually, I lied. Until halftime, looking at a 14-14 ball game going into half, and then the Lions pull away. Okay. So. Dang. 
I, almost I mean, similar to that Browns game actually from 2017. That's that's the kind of game I'm looking at. Oh, I remember that game. I don't know why that clicked immediately to me. Um, yeah, I could see. Um, 14-14 at half, and then I could see the Colts going up 17 to 14, and then we get a touchdown, go up 21-17, then kick a field goal halfway through the fourth, and then there's no more scoring. Yeah. So something like that. But anyways, um, also one thing, though, that is against us, the Lions have lost six straight home games, the longest active streak in the NFL. Six? Yes. I did not know that until this week, and that is horrible. I mean, yeah, it goes back to last season because, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's crazy. The Giants. Let's dang. catch a W at home. Yeah, this is the last yeah. one was the Giants. So let's catch a W at home, please. We need to get back to it. I They're agree. also going to be 500 friends and family at the game. That's not a lot of people at all. I wish it would have been more like 5,000, but no, I can't change that. So I hope they're loud as hell. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be cool to see fans. I was actually planning planning to go to this game as soon as the schedule was announced. Um, so yeah, man, I'm uh, just trying to find rough. a game to go to now. <laughs> I might go to the Panthers one because I, I mean, yeah, we can't go to the Lions game, so I might go to the Panthers one in Carolina, or I might go to crap. Tennessee loves fans, don't they? There we go. That's the one I was thinking of. All right, uh, let's roll into EG real quick. Okay. What were your thoughts? What was your initial reaction? I know mine. But what was yours when we signed Everson Griffin? I mean, sorry, traded for Everson Griffin. So I was just chilling. I think it was Tuesday morning, Tuesday afternoon. Um, I was just chilling, doing homework, and decided to hop on my phone for 30 seconds. And I saw, I think it was Tom Pellarissa's t- tweet that came out first. I don't remember. Yeah, it was. It was like by a few minutes. And I was like, whoa, all right, all right. So because I honestly wouldn't have been surprised if they lost to the Colts and then sold and became sellers at the deadline. I don't think we would have. I don't think three and four and four and three have that much of an impact. All right. But I don't know. It really like told me like this regime is actually trying uh, to win, which is good. Um, I don't know. The thought that keeps like lingering in my mind is why didn't we just sign him? Because it's not like he signed for that. We didn't offer much. enough, so they offered like six. I'm pretty sure we offered five. So that's my guess. Anyone to play for a flashier team? Possibly. I don't know. I really think he just went there because of the money, though. Because I mean, he seemed pretty damn excited to play on our team. Yeah. But yeah, so traded for Everson Griffin. Uh, sixth round conditional pick, which a ton of people took as sixth round pick or nothing. But I believe, more accurately, it's a sixth-round pick that could become a fifth-rounder. Yep, exactly. Which I am a-okay with as long as he has, like, five sacks. That's worth a fifth- or sixth-round pick. Yeah. So. Um, I was extremely excited, dude. I got so happy. He's a situational pass rusher at his floor right now. And that's all we need. Yeah. We just need an extra sack every other game and I'm going to be happy. That's all I want. Yep. So I'm excited. Um, yeah, I was very excited for that. Uh, for those of you that do not know, he will not be playing on Sunday because he also has to go through the quarantine protocol, COVID protocol. So he will be out of this one. And as long as everything's good to go, he will be playing his first game against the Vikings, (laughs) which I'm sure he is 
pumped as hell for. Bro, I could see him getting like three sacks and oh, taking yeah. enough playing time. That's going to be scary as hell. Um, yeah. Okay. Hit me with it because it was your suggestion. What is your possible trade scenario? I mean, trade scenario, or do you think who do you think we're going to have traded? Give me one guy, though, because then I'll, we'll go back and forth a little bit. So I'm going to go with kind of the easy one here. I'm going to go with Marvin Jones. Um, he's kind of been the one I've been thinking of hell since March um, as someone who might might be traded during the season. It's kind of a Bob Quinn thing to do. To Actually, maybe not. Uh, but to trade a significant player or a somewhat significant player during the season. Um, we know in 2018 he did it with Tate. And then 2019 he did it with Quandre Diggs. So um, that's someone I'd look to be moved. Um, possible teams, New England. San Fran, Philly maybe. Those are three teams that stick out to me. Wow, those, that's dead on. That's Yeah, I could see. Specifically, honestly, New England. I could really see that happen. Yeah. I mean, Especially I could, since their receivers this week are... Ugh. Demir Bird is their like number one wide receiver Who? this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, both Edelman and Nikhil Harry are out. Uh... I don't know. I could also see them staying away because they traded what, like a second round pick for Muhammad Sanu, and then they just cut him. <laughs> yeah. Which now I feel like they're regretting that a little bit because he's definitely better than who they got right now. But I don't know. Did he sign yeah. with anybody? I. Th- yeah, he got signed with the Forty ers and then immediately cut. I think. That's weird. I wonder if he's injured. Yeah, I'm not sure. So. Um, but yes, I agree. That's one that. Yes, it does. It does have Bob Quinn. It has a Patriot footprint on it. Guys get old; their production is most likely going to go down, and then they trade them while they still have value. So it's going to suck. Uh, at DLFP tweets, um, he has huge following on Instagram. So he posted about him possibly being traded, and then Kelly Stafford actually commented on it. She was like, "No, I'll be mad as shit." I was like, "Okay." I could see that because they're good friends, um, the Joneses yeah. and the Staffords. And Marvin Jones and his family are amazing people. So I would love for them to stay, but it's business, so I could see them leaving. And I would not be surprised at all. Um, One for me, I think that makes more sense at this point, is probably for us to trade Kerryon Johnson, which yeah. will really suck because he's our best pass pro running back on our roster by far. But... We could figure out. I don't know. I, I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> but uh, what? I'm guessing like a fifth for him. You think we can get a fourth? For carry on or Marvin? Carry on. I think for Marvin uh, we could probably get a maybe a third. Probably a fourth though. Ooh, I'd, I'd say fourth for Marvin and then mm-hmm. yeah, fourth or a fifth for carry on. I, I don't know. Yeah, I could see. I'm not sure. If we get two fourths, the... I'd be kind of happy. The, those injuries just kind of, mm-hmm. they'd scare me as someone trading for him. Well, and I just he like I, I feel the same way about him as I do Marvin. I he's an amazing guy. He's one of the funniest followers I have on, or one of the funniest guys I follow on Twitter. And he's just a great guy. So I hope whatever team he goes to, I hope he's healthy and then he just balls out like is an amazing player. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Um, teams that could look for a back like him. To be honest, I could see the Eagles, depending on how bad Sanders' um, 
injury is and kind of just using him as a rental. And then I could also see the Jets. I really hope he doesn't go to the Jets. That would really suck for him. Um, and then hmm, let's go with an NFC team. I'm going to go with, let's see here. Ah, Reds, Redskins. Oh, I'm sorry. Dang it. Washington football team. <laughs> see, I was going to say the football team as well, but they have Antonio Gibson. They do have Antonio so, Gibson, but he's a gadget player. So my would mine would be the Cardinals, maybe? I could see that. Did you see that they're trying to... I mean, he's hurt, but they're also kind of like phasing Kenny and Drake out of the offense. They're just going to use um, Edmonds. Chase Edmonds? Yeah. Which, Edmonds is a good player, but I would not want him to be my running back one. Yeah. I don't know. I never really saw the whole hype about Kenyon Drake. I did, dude. He killed it last the last half of the season. I still... I'm not mad now that we didn't trade for him. We freaking have Swift. But I was mad then. He's a good player. They're just not using him right, in my opinion. Or maybe he only had those few games that was good because he was in a new offense. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, Let's see. Do you have another trade? No, I was going to ask, do you think the Lions make any more moves? Yes. And also I want to talk about one more thing, one player on our team. Okay. Two things. No, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think we're going to trade anybody else on offense, uh, except for one guy. And I forget who I was talking to. Oh, crap. I can't remember who I was talking to on Twitter. Uh, Joe Dahl. I think we can get a third for him. I think you're talking to Chris Saltz. Yeah. But I think we trade him, and it's going to shock everybody. And I don't want us to trade him because he's a hell of a player. But I think that Crosby is a hell of a right tackle. And Taylor Decker, we just paid him. So I think we keep Vitae at guard, and we invest money into him. So I think we're going to uh, trade Dahl. We can get good compensation for him, too. But I think that's dumb. So, uh, And then one guy on defense, Jared Davis, could be traded. I personally do not see that. He's found a good role with us. I could honestly see him re-signing for like a low like $2 million deal or something like that. Yeah. I, don't, I wouldn't mind that. as like, like you were saying like a couple episodes ago, like him as the fifth linebacker just doing what he's doing right now, he's doing a hell of a job. Yeah. He's doing a great job at the limited snaps he's getting. If we sign him for like two million dollars, I don't care. Hell yeah, keep him. But if he wants to, if he thinks he can get paid, then he's leaving. Cause we, there's no point to pay him. Um. Okay. Yes, I think we're gonna continue to buy. I don't think we're gonna get a big name per se, but I think we can get like a average to above average guy. I mean, holes pass rusher wise, we got E. G. And then I am hoping that we trade for a linebacker because we need one. There's not really anything on offense. Like, our running back room's loaded. Our offensive lineman is solid. I wouldn't want to trade for a wide receiver because of how good this class is. So, yeah, my one position is linebacker. Um, I forget. I think they mentioned, yeah, Miles Jack. Yeah. That would be amazing. Dude's still pretty young, too, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's 25, 26, I think, yeah, right? Yeah, I was thinking 26. And he's the linebacker prototype that I personally like a lot. So I would love to have him along with... Mm, ooh, I was forgetting somebody. That's going to kill me. But, yeah, 
Miles Jack's pretty much like the main one I'm looking at linebacker wise, but I like a faster uh, linebacker, like a Matt Milano type, like we talked about this before. But yeah. I would like another linebacker because our linebacking core is not great to say the least. But uh, who do you think we're gonna go after, and do you think we're done making moves? Yeah, I think we're done. Really? Um, oh. yeah. If we do make another move, I think it's a linebacker, maybe defensive tackle. Maybe, maybe, maybe. But um, I don't see them trading for a safety. I don't see them trading for a Stephon Gilmore. I don't see them trading for an offensive lineman. That's so dumb to me. What, the Stephon Gilmore thing? Yes. That's so dumb to me. Like About them trading him? Yeah, or? yeah. well, them trading him, yes. I get he's a little older, but don't trade him. He's top three corner in this league. And us... Lions fans, some certain Lions fans wanting him on our team. Their argument is that his contract's up in two years, and we're not trying to win in two years. We're trying to win now, and I don't want that contract. Yeah, I don't. That's, and I think we yeah, have good. Corners. I'd rather focus. I'd rather focus on developing Amani and and Jeff mm-hmm. Jeffrey. Exactly. Like I'm. I don't care. We're not in a. Sorry to break it to you guys, but we're not in a position to win the Super Bowl next year or the year after. So there's no reason to go out and pick up that big of a contract and have him for only two years. So keep the guys that we got. We don't need to get more. So you think we're actually yeah. done making moves? Interesting. I could see us I could see us not making any more. I guess like buying wise. But Yeah. I'd be a little surprised if we don't. So this trade deadline has been dead. Oh my gosh. Got yeah, it's four just four days left. I mean, it's just because you have to trade if you want him to play by week. What if you want him to play what are we before in right week now? ten? Yeah, you have to have you. They have to be on your roster already, and most of the guys getting moved are on expiring contracts. So, mm-hmm. yeah, everyone's scared because they have they're not able to like meet them more in person or like figure out stuff because of COVID. So. I think it'll be fairly dead, which is kind of interesting. Last year was crazy. So, um, all right. Other than that, I don't think I got anything else. We got score predictions. Both of us are predicting Colts going to lose twenty-seven to seventeen, and we're going to snap our six-game home losing streak. Wolf, that's horrible. Um, we're both extremely excited for EG against the Vikings. It's gonna rip Kirk Cousins apart, and we're. Apparently, both in agreement that we think that Marvin Jones is going to be traded. Oof. That's going to suck. Yeah, I mean, I don't... To be honest, I think they're done making moves as a whole. Oh, really? I don't you... think they move any... I, I don't think they move anybody else. Wow, okay. But if they do, I think Marvin's the most likely to be moved. That's in a buy or sell. And who do you want as our wide receiver, too? I mean, I love Danny, Cephas, but he's a third down. I want Cephas. Cephas has been a healthy Cephas. scratch two weeks in a row, which makes no sense to me. I mean, I just, I, I don't know. I think you'd rather play Nada than Cephas, or they'd rather play Nada than Cephas. I don't really. What? That's a little deep for me to get complain about, to be honest. I don't know. Oh, as in, like, use Nada as an extra tight end instead of using Cephas? As a sixth wide receiver? Seventh? Sixth? Sixth. Yeah, I see, so. your, I see your point. I also, side topic, I like that we're getting Agnew more involved in the offense. Oh my gosh, the freaking Wildcat? Oh, that was great. I was like, yeah. look, creativity. Why don't you do that more often? So, 
Um, yeah, I get because that. Because Taysom Hill. I'm not saying that much. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> I'm talking about like twice a game, maybe. That'd be nice. Yeah. That'd be really nice. Um, okay. Alrighty. Well, I think that's about it. Thank you guys for joining us on episode 14 of the Blue Blood Podcast. Uh, Lions versus Colts preview, some trade talks, and EG. Thank you all very much. Peace out. Go Lions. Peace out, guys. Have a good day. Go Lions.